It may not be a victory Monday, but it sure does kind of feel like one. If you've got 10 minutes, let's recap yesterday's game in three, two, one. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Sick. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Happy Monday. I'm Kelly Singh, and this is the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. If you could take just one moment to please like, share, make sure you're subscribed and following. Uh, that would mean so much to me and to my team who helps produce this show twice a week, every week during the season, once a week, even in the off season. And you guys sure have been supportive. I can't thank you enough. Our viewership has skyrocketed. Our listenership has skyrocketed. And it's so really exciting because I'm just here sharing with you my love of football as an Arizona native myself. Go Bird Gang! (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about yesterday's game. I mean, it's not a victory Monday like I said, but it kind of feels like one. It was really, really exciting. However, let's just start from the beginning. Early in the first quarter, right after Christian McCaffrey smashed through our defensive line, we were all probably thinking the very same thing. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) We're our very own TikTok memes, probably. At least that's how I felt. Um, I had spent the week doing write-ups you know, coming on to podcasts, being guests, including a guest on Sirius XM's Fantasy Sports Radio with the football diehards and my good friend Bob Harris, where I actually said that I felt like the Cardinals would have a targeted strategy to kind of keep Christian McCaffrey under wraps as best they could. Somehow they needed to limit the performance of CMC. Well, We all saw what happened. It it took them a bit, but I do think our defense was somewhat successful during parts of the game to stop the bleeding. Can anybody really truly stop Christian McCaffrey, though? I'm not quite sure the man is human. (laughs) That man is not real. Is that ever going to get old? I hope not. (laughs) Anyway... Um, I'm not sure that anybody can really stop the machine that is Christian McCaffrey. However, the 49ers did have to spread out their offense a little bit during parts of the game, which allowed the Cardinals to score a touchdown and a field goal in the second quarter. So going into the half, down by 11, not too shabby, Most would agree the 49ers are just the best team in the league, honestly. I feel like everybody thought the Cardinals were just going to get steamrolled, like 
Miami versus Denver style or something like that. But we didn't. We didn't get steamrolled. And once the team returned to the field for the third quarter, it's almost as if the tables had turned just a little bit. A little bit. The defense kept the Niners scoreless and the Cardinals managed to score six more. I was looking at the box score so I could make sure I had this accurate for you. (laughs) This brings us to the fourth. This is where it all kind of went downhill. The 49ers scored two more times with no answer from the Cardinals offense, and they won the game 35-16. It was still... A great effort. I mean, even at the end of the fourth, Dobbs and our offense managed to march down the field. There was a great pass to Zach Ertz. It managed to just slip right through his hands at the goal line. However, there are only 12 seconds left. They still wouldn't have won the game. But as a fan, it was actually like a really great effort. It made me feel good about watching my team not give up and go all the way to the very end. So great effort. Super proud of them there. Let's talk about some of the stats. Josh Dobbs threw for 265 yards, which resulted in two touchdowns. That's a season high for him, both in yardage and in touchdowns during the game. So far this season, I felt like the completion rate was a bit low at 68.3%. It could be better. Uh, There were quite a few errant passes where you weren't sure exactly who he was throwing to. Um, There was quite a bit of scrambling, which is totally understandable because... I mean, look at the defense that they're facing. So I'm not getting down on him about that. I'm just saying it could be better. Um, What else did we have? Marquise Hollywood Brown, seven catches for 96 yards. I wish we could put a little tacky glue on that man's hands. There were some passes, especially one super key pass that could have scored for sure that just he just dropped right into his hands. And if you followed me at all, you know that even when he was with the Ravens, this was a huge complaint of mine. And you know what? I'm not out there on the field. I'm not a football player. I know this is a difficult job. I just wish he could catch it, catch the ball. But he did manage, like I said, seven receptions and 96 yards, which is nothing to sneeze at by any means. Um, We also had um, Michael Carter. Michael Carter, what am I talking about? We also had Michael Wilson, our rookie wide receiver, out there on the field making a huge impact for the fourth week in a row. It seems like every week we're seeing more out of Michael Wilson and it's been a joy to watch and to talk about. I actually picked him up 
in the very late rounds, if not the last round, in many of my fantasy drafts, and he ended up as a flex spot, scoring me some major fantasy points this week. Also helped out my DFS uh, roster this week, if any of you out there play Daily Fantasy. Outside of that, let's talk about his stats. He also had seven receptions of his own, two touchdowns for 76 yards. Love it, love it, love it. So excited for him. We know there are many, many more receptions on the way and touchdowns from the young Michael Wilson. Now we have James Conner. James Conner had his fair share of touches. Do not sleep on James Conner if you're playing any kind of daily fantasy or have the opportunity to pick him up and put him on your regular fantasy team because whether or not the Cardinals win, James Conner is still going to get the ball. He had, what did he have? 11 touches during the game, one reception. He managed to break out a few times. He was averaging what did he average 4.7 yards per carry they managed to keep him excuse me they managed to keep him pretty bottled up this game um, but he still had a total of 52 yards that's you know pretty great for being bottled up there at the defensive line Um, I don't know I'm pretty proud of him there was a little tussle at the end of the game not everybody got to see it but there are clips now making their way to the internet i will show it to you right now here's james connor with safety talanoa hufanga not sure what they're fighting about but little pushing and shoving it was brief teammates stepped in to help it kind of looks like he might have started it but i'm not positive and again like I said we have no idea what this was about um yeah we just know that it happened and we got to see it and it just kind of shows the spirit and the energy that's going forth onto this field um you could tell the Cardinals really wanted this game and Again, I can't tell you enough how exciting it was to see them not get blown out like Denver did against Miami. It was exciting to see them really, you know, keep up and stay in it with the exception of the last quarter, but that's neither here nor there. Overall, we should totally be proud of our Arizona Cardinals. This team could easily actually be 4-0, just like the 49ers, who would have been 3-1 had we had our starting quarterback, Kyler Murray. I have no doubt about this. Josh Dobbs doing a great job. Our rookie quarterback, Clayton Toon, would do equally as good of a job if he has the opportunity to play before Kyler comes back. However, Kyler Murray would just be taking control of this offense and I think these games that we see as winnable would have been won Um, that's just how I feel at least it gives us a glimpse into what's to come not just when he returns for the rest of the season but into next season it gives us a glimpse of a winning team and that is very exciting to me (laughs) 
I would love to hear what you have to say about this weekend's performance, your thoughts on the team, anything you want to share with me, reach out um, on the app formerly known as Twitter. You can find me at Kelly in Phoenix and on Instagram at the real Kelly in Phoenix. You can find the pod at Sick Pod Kelly. Just let me know what you think. I love getting your feedback. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back on Friday with a preview of the upcoming game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Their play has been bad. So I am super hopeful that next Monday we'll be having a Victory Monday recap. So stay tuned. I will see you on Friday and have an amazing week. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.